Welcome to Horizon at Home. My name's Chris, and I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church, and I am so glad that you are joining us today. We are in the middle of a message series called Good Questions, and we are kind of tackling those, those, those questions in life that we have each day. And today, we are talking about good decisions. How is it that we make good decisions in our lives? How are we guided by God to make good decisions that live out our purpose in the world? And decisions are extremely important. And I think that's number one, probably one of the reasons we wrestle with it. And the second is that that we actually have this thing called choice when we make our decisions. That there are are usually at least two options, probably even more than that, that we are choosing between. And it's an amazing thing that God has given us this ability to make decisions, to choose things in our life. And it's a great freedom that God's given us, but it also can frighten many of us that we become just paralyzed to making decisions, to taking any steps forward because we see so many positives and negatives to each decision that we just completely freeze up. And so I today wanna wanna help you live a life with greater purpose so that you can make decisions to live into that purpose. And so um, I have recently uh, been reminded of one of my childhood loves. And one of my childhood loves is Legos. I absolutely love Legos and we've recently uh, pulled out some of my Legos from when I was a little kid. Uh, for our kids today, we have a, a four-year-old and a three-year-old and they have just uh, started loving playing with, with daddy's Legos. Um, and there, I think there are two types of people in the world. There are people that, that build exactly what was on the box of Legos and use that like purpose for what it was meant to be. In my opinion, that's what it's for. Um, and then there are other people that just have like buy Legos and then they have that big bucket or tub, whatever they put all the Legos in and it's just a, a hodgepodge of Legos. And that freaks me out a little bit. And so I've had to let go of that. I think you know what side of the fence I'm on. I think Legos were intended to be built exactly as they were prescribed on the package and they should be stayed. They should stay like that and not just be uh, mixed and matched. And that freaks me out a little bit because my kids are more into the, let's just, pull them all apart and make whatever we want. And so that is a decision that they are making in life, right? And our decisions, I think, are a little bit like Legos. Um, when we, we start out, you can you can start putting things on top of each other. And each of the decisions we make in our life start stacking on top of each other to, to make who we are in a way. And one of the things about that are, is different between Legos and our lives and making decisions is that with the Legos, you know, if you don't like what you end up with, what you get to knock it down, you get to pull the pieces apart and start over. But I think more often than not, when we have decisions that are building on one another, we don't get to take them apart. We've got to figure out how to live life with our decisions. And so we, we can't take them apart. And so when we start to live life with our decisions that are stacking on each other, we begin to ask ourselves, how do I make better decisions in our life? How do I make better decisions to live fully for the purpose that God has intended for me? And so uh, that's what we're really going to be tackling today. And so a good decision. If you learn nothing else today, this is, this is the one thing I hope you take away. A good decision in our lives brings us closer to God. A good decision in our life does not make us good in and of itself. But a good decision brings us closer to God. And so if you take nothing else, I hope you will begin to evaluate the decisions you're making in your life and asking the question, does this bring me closer to God? Does this bring me closer to God? And there are four L's that we're going to be going through today. Four L's of, of making good decisions that I believe will help you 
be closer to God and be closer in your relationship with him. And so the, the first L that we're going to be looking at is, is going to be looking inside, looking inside our lives. And it's, it's, uh, well, let's just go to the scripture here. I think this will be helpful. In Jeremiah 17, uh, please, if you've got your Bible with you, I invite you to take it out. We'll be we'll be moving around uh, quite a bit today in, in the teaching. Um, so I think it'll be helpful to have your Bible. Please make some notes with you. Uh, and so we'll be in, uh, starting here in Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And the scripture says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? The heart is deceitful in all things. And I think this is a great place for us to start. And, and as we look inside, we have to begin by looking inside ourselves and understanding that, that our heart can be deceitful. I think a lot of times when we approach decision-making, we think we can have some real like sense of that we're really making a neutral decision. We're making um, sort of an unbiased decision and how we're going about it. But at the end of the day, the things in our heart can often take over some really good uh, critical thinking uh, because at the end of the day, we, we are just so bound up in our own selfish desires. We're bound up um, in wanting to make other people happy. We're bound up in our own insecurities. And those things in our life, those things in our heart, lives make our heart deceitful when we're trying to make a decision. It can blind us to the question that I, we began with, right? Does this decision make me move closer to God? Does this decision make me move closer to God? And we have to first look inside ourselves to recognize that, that our heart oftentimes will lead us down a path that we really don't want to go because our heart is deceitful because we can't approach a decision neutrally. We can't approach a decision really objectively. We have to take into, fact, take into account that our heart is deceitful. And so the first step, I think, to, to making that a good decision is to look inside, to look inside what's really going in our heart and what ways are, are we biased? What ways are we not being objective? What ways are we not being neutral to this decision? Because it's then that we can begin to really, I think, faithfully answer the question, is this moving me closer to God? Is this a good decision in my life? So when we look inside is the first step. The second step to the second L to this whole uh, paradigm is, to listen to God. And so would you go with me? To, we're going to go to Proverbs uh, chapter 2, and we're going to be looking at verse 1 and 2. 1 and 2 here. And it says, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. And this is almost feels a little, a little trite, because it's, it's almost like the, the Sunday school. If you've grown up in the church, this is like the answer that you're almost dreading that I say right now. The second L is listening to God. But I, when we read in the scriptures here, and it, it, it's, it's a timeless, it's a proven method when we make decisions, is we've got to spend time reading scripture. We've got to spend time in prayer. We've got to be listening to God's commands, listening to God's voice. And we can only do that when we are actually spending time reading scripture and praying to God. And so the second L is we to making good decisions is to listen to God. And reading scripture and praying are, are still true today as they were thousands of years ago. And it, as much as I think we want to dismiss this as a way to making good decision, it is still true today. And I've seen it at work in our lives. And there are some really, when we start to, to read scripture, there are some really clear instructions about making decisions. 
uh, about some things that would be good to do, some things that would not be so good to do. Um, like take, for instance, gossip. Like the scriptures are very clear. Gossiping, nope, not doing it. Not a good decision to gossip. Gossip. Or what about stealing? Something like stealing, like scripture is very clear. Stealing, not a good decision. Don't do it. Or um, instance, loving your spouse. Like that's something the scriptures are very clear. That's a good thing to do. You should keep loving your spouse. That's a great thing to do. Um, and then there are other things that that the, the, the Bible actually doesn't really speak very clearly to like one specific thing. And there's a whole range of these things, like whether it's like who you should marry or what job you should take. Should I go to this school or should I send my kids to that school? Um, there's all sorts of things like, should I wear skinny jeans or baggy jeans? Like the scriptures doesn't say anything about that. But yet I still think um, that God can speak to that, but we've got to stop um, uh, using the Bible. Uh, I call it a uh, Bible roulette where you literally, it's like, here, here's the Bible. I'm going to skip. All right. What does the scripture say about what kind of jeans I should wear? And we like literally feel like it should just say something specific. I think a lot of times we approach scripture in that way and we look for an answer from like word for word in the scriptures. And oftentimes it's not going to be there and help us making a good decision in that way. And so instead of looking for a specific thing in the Bible, that says like to do or not to do, um, we've got to really start to look at scripture and looking for where God is at work in scripture. And this is where it becomes a little, a little more difficult because I think a lot of us want clear answers, and especially when we're making really tough decisions. Um, we've got to really look for God. And when we start looking for God, seek God. Um, it's when we seek God and we really are desiring to be closer to him. And, we, and it's at that point that we'll start even looking more like him. And when we start looking more like Jesus, I think that's the spot then that we'll be able to make better and good decisions in our lives. And so if you're wanting to, to start this journey of listening to God and, and you really don't know where to start, don't know where to start, I guess there would be two things I would recommend. The first is I would go to the Gospels. Go to the Gospels. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I think any starting with any of those first four Start reading one of those Gospels, and those are the stories of Jesus' life. And I think there it's probably one of the, the easiest things to, uh, in the Scriptures to start beginning to comprehend. There are, in Jesus' teaching, some of those moments where it's a very clear, like, do this, don't do that. Uh, but when we begin to, to pattern our life and read the life of Jesus, then we're able to, to hear that voice more clearly, hear that voice uh, more clearly to make good decisions, and we start growing in our relationship with God in that way. Um, and the second then is, um, I would ask when you're reading the scriptures, just to pray this simple prayer, God, speak to me. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. Start out saying, God, speak to me, and read one of the gospels. God, speak to me, because God will speak to you. God will show up when you open up your lives in that way. And so the second way that we can begin to be people that are making good decisions, making even better decisions in our lives is to listen to God. That, that's the second L. So we're going to look inside and recognize the ways that we're, we're biased, the ways that we're not objective in our own decisions because our hearts are deceitful. And the second way then is to listen to God by reading scripture and praying. It's that simple right there. And then finally, or the, the third way is to learn from others, learn from others. And so uh, go with me to, to Proverbs chapter 15, um, verse 22. It tells us, 
plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. With many advisors, they succeed. And I think right off the bat, I think I have to, I almost give you like this disclaimer warning right here. There are people in your life that you should absolutely never listen to. Absolutely never listen to. You probably even know those people right now. And don't listen to them. Don't listen to them at all. But there are wise people in your life that you need to be seeking counsel from because they're going to tell you what you need to hear. They're not going to just pump you up because they love you. They're not just going to um, just tell you, oh, keep doing it. It's all about you. These are going to be some wise people. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. And I think what these wise people look like is the first thing these wise people that you need in your life are, they love Jesus. They love Jesus. And they respect you enough to tell you the truth. They respect you enough to tell you the truth. And the last thing I think is that they're, they're going to help you make dis good decisions because they're going to be able to, to see things in a different way. Just as, as the heart of yourself is deceitful and you have your own bias, these people are able to bring a different voice to kind of help balance that out. And I think then finally, with, when we start to learn from others, you've got to have a different mindset. Um, for some of us, listening to the vice of others is really difficult. It's really difficult because we think we have our decision made up. And we almost, we, even when we seek out counsel, we're almost wanting them to validate the decision we've already made. We're we want them to validate the decision we've already made. Uh, I recently heard on, on a podcast uh, a college professor talking about how um, Students would come in, you know, their senior year, and they would they would come to to him as their advisor, and they would have this um, they'd have a, like a job offer from an amazing company um, like a Amazon or a Google, something of, of like that nature that had been really exciting to work for, and then they were like, "But I really want to um, uh, start my own company. I've got this idea, and I, I think it could be big." And he would he he was telling how. At the end of the conversation, it was very clear that they just wanted his validation for them to turn down the job offer from this other company so they could um, do what they wanted to do in starting their own business. And it, it just is, I think we live our lives like that. We seek out counsel to, to say, yes, do what you already want to do. Why are you even coming to me? Um, and so when we go to these wise counsels, when we go to wise counsel, we've got to have open eyes and open ears and an open heart to where they may speak something into our life that we didn't see before, that we actually might not be making the best decision, that there is a good decision they might point us towards that we didn't even think about. And secondly, I, I think we've got to be open to learning from them in this. While we have an open heart and open mind and open eyes to see things that we can't see, when we're open to the learning from them, it doesn't even mean that we'll actually have to do what they say but we've got to be able to learn because I think it's then that it refines our decision-making so that we're able to make better choices. And then finally, the last L in this pattern of um, looking inside, listening to God and learning from others is leading with faith. And, I, and of all of the, the L's here in this, this pattern, leading with faith, I think is by far the toughest, leading with faith. And it's that moment that we've actually got to step out in faith to make the decision. I think it's a lot easier. Uh, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I find it a lot easier 
to go about the decision-making process of weighing the pros and cons and putting it all up on the board and seeing which one outweighs the other. But it, it's a lot harder at the end of the day to actually make the decision, to step out. And in Proverbs 16, it tells us, in their hearts, humans make, uh, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. The Lord establishes their steps. I think so often in my own life, I look back on decisions, like what felt like big decisions in my life. At the end of the day, now looking back, most of the decisions, both options that I was choosing between were pretty good at the time, were actually pretty good. And for, for many of us, I think that's where we get hung up. We get hung up because both of these options actually look pretty good. Like, should I stay in my current job or I could take a slight promotion, but I might have to work a little harder, work a few more hours. Um, and like neither one of those options are really that bad maybe at the end of the day, like making a little less, maybe working a few less hours or making a little bit more and having to work a little bit more harder. Like it's, it's, they're both good decisions possibly, but we, it, how do we make a good decision that's best for us in that situation. And it's it's helpful here in these moments to remember that God establishes our steps. Even if we have a plan, God is gonna establish the steps. God's gonna establish the how that's gonna be lived out. That it's not all up to us. And so when God has a step for us ahead that we can trust and actually walk out to that step, walk out to that step and knowing that God's gonna catch us in that moment, so you've listened, you've learned, and so now we've got to step out. Now we've got to step out and have the kind of faith that he will establish our steps, that we can walk with the kind of confidence that we are making good decisions in the world. And you know what? It's in these moments that we live with grace. Jesus died for all of our, our poor decisions, all of our okay decisions, all of our bad decisions. Jesus already died for all of those. And when we step out, we remember that Jesus will never leave us. Jesus will never leave us. Because when we don't make good decisions, when we don't make good decisions, the decisions we make will end up making us. The decisions we make will end up making us if we aren't gonna be willing to make good decisions where we look we listen, we learn, and we live. So when you get to the end of your life, what do you want to be true about you? Because the decisions you're making today are building your life, like Lego blocks. They're building on top of each other. And it's often difficult to undo those decisions. It's often difficult. So today, what decisions, what good decisions do you need to make? What one good decision do you need to make today to build the life that you will be proud of looking back later? What one good decision will you make today? Because I believe that God wants you to make a good decision today so you can finish the life, the race before you will. You can live it with the purpose that God has given you if you start making a good decision today. So what one step do you need to focus on this week? Is it listening to others? Is it learning from God? Do you need to spend some more time in scripture and prayer this week? Or have you done that and you're just paralyzed from actually stepping out in faith? What is it? Where are you today? And so I wanna pray for you 
as you take that step this week. Would you join me in prayer? God of grace, you are just amazing. You're amazing how you work in our lives. There are so many things that that feel like there's so many choices. You've given us so much freedom to follow you, to follow you in, in so many unique and different ways. And God, we come to you today laying down our hearts. Those moments where, where our hearts are leading us away from you. Where our hearts are filling us with things that are pulling us from a closeness with you. We lay them down to you today. And God, if we are in need of your voice in our life, help us to listen. Help us to pray this week. God, give us the boldness to read your gospels every day, to read the words that Jesus spoke to us. Teach us your commands. God, if today we just need some wise counsel around us, we need people that are, are truly and genuinely following after you to speak words of life into us, to guide us. God, would you provide those today to us? And God, if we feel stuck, stuck between two or three good decisions, help us to choose one. Choose one and step out. Because we, you are on the other side of that step, already waiting for us. While we may have plans, you are providing the steps. Help us to step out in faith. And God, no matter what, your grace has, has overwhelmed any bad decision, any okay decision, any poor decision we've made. And you want to help us make good decisions today. Continue to give us grace when we mess up, when we miss, make mistakes. Help us to get back up to make a good decision. Lord, we love you and thank you for loving us. Amen. Thank you again for joining us at Horizon at Home. If you've not had a chance to connect with us, please right now text the word HORIZON to 94000 to fill out our online connection card. It's the first step in connecting with this community of Horizon Church, and I would love to send you a message. So please fill out our connection card and connect with us online. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great week.